0: This is Jim Minns, Communications Officer with the PSA, on the podcast this week.
1: In the coming days and weeks, there'll be visits to every correctional centre that's affected. If you have any questions that you wish to put to us, that you want us to ask the department, or just any questions that you want us to get answers for, please email us directly.
0: It has been 12 months since the announcement of four correctional centre closures in regional New South Wales. We check in with POVB Chair Nicole Jess for an update on the affected communities and corrections officers. Twelve months ago on the podcast, we interviewed Nicole Jess on the implications in the regions of the closure of a number of correctional facilities. Here is an excerpt from our podcast episode exactly one year ago this week. Corrective Services New South Wales and Commissioner Severin informed POVB and the PSA that due to new centre builds that will increase bed capacity by 6,000, also coming in 2020, the following centres will also be closing. Berrimer. By early 2020, Illawarra Reintegration Centre by early 2020, Ivanhoe by mid 2020, and Brewarana by mid 2020.
1: For those centres that also have three outs that we're going to have the reduction, rest assured that we have told the department today that we cannot have any reduction in staff.
0: So one year on, here is POVB Chair Nicole Jess explaining what has happened in this space in light of COVID-19 for the already at-risk regions and officers who required transfers for vacancies, as well as the officers who moved to the private Clarence Correctional Facility.
1: Several of the staff there had to go off. Uh, They had to resign, first of all, and then take three months before they could um, go over to Clarence all the staff, that Clarence was quite selective of who they took and who they didn't take. Um, we're hoping to do more recruiting up there as far as um, membership, to be able to support the staff in the Clarence area because it's considerably different, the running of that centre compared to the old centre.
0: In light of the closures uh, 12 months on, how successful were we in getting people uh, into transferred positions?
1: in getting people to where they wanted to go, basically in their first preference or their second preference. There was probably, between all of the five centres, maybe, um, you know, 10 people that we had to do considerable work on to get them to a location that they were finally happy with. Um, the issue that we've got now, though, is that um, that, was what, that was one part of the um, government reform. Um, and now we're going through PB cap. So some of these people that were impacted in the closures of, um, those five centres are now being impacted again with uh, PB cap. And they're now becoming excess staffing in some of those locations. So we've had some people that have moved from and gone to Mary Wade or gone to other centres and now they're having to relocate again. PB cap is the Prison Bed Capacity Adjustment Program new builds around the, centre, around the state, the new builds total to around about uh, 21, just under 22,000 beds around the state with all the new builds. Um, because of that, our actual inmate state at present is only 12,000. So the government has said, we will only fund you to about 15,000. And so as you could imagine, the stress for those people um, that who are affected by that and the PB cap, you know, it's considerable and it makes them feel as if the department you know, not supporting them or that the department was a bit disingenuous in moving them to a location that they probably knew that there was going to be some sort of reform again and staff decreases.
0: Obviously, with the benefit of hindsight, the decision to close these regional facilities and with the advent of COVID-19 hitting everyone, it does not sound like a reasoned economic approach. Essentially, these regional towns really don't need a, a kick in the guts that comes with a major employer in the area closing down facilities at this moment in time. Is that the assessment that you got uh, from your visits in 12 months on, in hindsight?
1: Look, without having people that live in Ivanhoe now, I don't know the effect of what COVID's had in that area. However, I do know with the closure of that centre, it was it was going to have a massive effect on the community. Um, the jail did meals on wheels. There was a lot of people in the, in the that worked in Ivanhoe that were in rural fire service, were up there and they were also um, SES workers so um, you know with those I think there was about four people four people there I think they only had a team of six in Ivanhoe so I don't think you can really have a response team in the SES or rural fire service with only two people so and I and I personally think that the decisions to close you know places like Brawarra and Ivanhoe you know with COVID-19 in it's just a decision that.